Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, hello. I know that there are a bunch of sexy beasts out there listening to this show tonight. And how do I know that? I just know. I know. I can sense you. I'm aware of you. And I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful for people choosing. I like when people choose, choose out, choose, you know, for them, choose what works for them, even though sometimes, uh, yeah, so I'm happy I'm choosing. I'm happy that I'm choosing to be on tonight, and I'm happy that you're choosing to listen now or in the future. Um, and that in itself makes you a sexy beast just for choosing right there. That makes you sexy and awesome right there. So who am I and what is this crazy show? Well, welcome to the Pleasure Zone. And the Pleasure Zone is where we explore all things fascinating, interesting, intriguing about bodies, pleasure, sex, copulation, relationships, and everything else in between, in between your legs, in between all those places. So today, I thought it's actually coming up to my anniversary with my love husband, not our marriage anniversary. It's the anniversary of when I got the greatest email so far of my life. How does it get any better than that email, which was an email of I've had really great emails in my life, though, but this was a great one. It was the literally the only love letter I've ever had from my lovers, which makes it awesome. Uh, <laughs> so he has never written me another email ever again, um, so that's cool. <laughs> and so I kept it. And uh, the email was, like, um, so romantic. It was like, hey, um, so I've been working on your house for, like, a year now uh, at the time, and um, so I've been watching you, and I really like you, and I'd like to go out with you. And if you and if and I'm really tired of watching you be abused by this guy, nameless right now. And I'm really tired of watching that. And um, you know, I'll finish your house. And if you want to go out with me, that would be great. And if you don't go want to go out with me, just pretend like I never sent this, and I'll still finish working on your house. Most romantic email ever. So, so, and that is what got me to choose to say yes to the sexy beast that is my lover husband. So, how lucky am I? Um, I thought it was very fun that he had been like watching and observing for a year and he was just like at his peak where he just couldn't take watching the abuse anymore and he was like, no more abuse. Please, you've got options. <laughs> so sweet and you know it's funny because you know lots of people are always looking for their knight in shining armor and I actually was never looking for my knight in shining armor and yet he showed up so you never know I was just like coasting or something coasting by in life and then I was like choosing up and still choosing up onward and upward so anniversaries now we laugh at our anniversary actually my lover husband and I we kind of laugh at it we're like 
uh, actually this year he was like, how long have we been together? I'm like, well, I don't know. Is it four years or is it five years or is it, I don't even know. Actually, I actually have no idea. Um, I really have to like look at when I bought the house, which I can't even quite grasp right now. And anyway, regardless, it's four or five years, <laughs> whatever that is. And uh, it's really kind of fun. We were not people who have had like big anniversary special things. I think one of our anniversaries, we went out to like Harvey's, which was really cute because I was craving Harvey's burgers. Harvey's, for those of you who are in America or around the world, is just basically a burger joint. And you can, you know, you can tell them what you want on your burger. They don't come already dressed like they do at McDonald's. I really like being able to choose my own stuff. So, yes, that was very romantic. I think that was like one of our anniversaries of something. So, how do you, how do you celebrate an anniversary? Everybody's got different ways, that's for sure. And some people make anniversaries very, very significant. Um, and that's cool if you choose that. It's like when you choose something to be super significant, though, what ends up going on is that you make it actually more important and you put so much energy on it that it can it can actually be um, like a limitation. So making anything super significant can be a limitation like, oh, it's been two years since or five years since or we got married 30 years ago. Like it's supposed to be significant. Like if you are actually destroying and uncreating your relationship every day, this may be new to some of you, but if you're actually destroying and uncreating your relationship every day, would time actually matter to you? Would four years, or five years, or 30 years, or one month, or three months, would any of that have any significance on you if your relationship was brand new every day? You're destroying and uncreating it every day, and every day is a new relationship. So um, I only brought the relationship uh, thing and anniversaries together because it was like, well, it's June and I'm looking for topics. So it's coming into June. And I was like, oh, yes, I started dating my lover husband in June. So let's talk about that. Um, so I wonder if, if you, would you actually make it significant? So, and if you didn't make it significant, how much fun could you have celebrating your lover slash lovers all the time? So what would be a fun way to celebrate your lover or lover? So one of the things to be aware of um, is that not everybody likes the same kind of celebrations, right? So not not everybody, say, for example, my lover husband is not somebody who likes crowds or big parties or where he has to be singled out and people have to, like, look at him or get a happy birthday song or anything like that. Like, that is such a turnoff for him. So it would be actually really unkind to put him in a scenario where it would be like, hey, bring all the friends and family together. Let's celebrate our anniversary. Actually, we didn't even do that with our wedding. Um, and and it wasn't significant to me. It was, it was actually more significant to other people in our lives that we have a party. Um, and I was fully aware, and I'm fully aware that that, that kind of like crowd stuff just doesn't work for my lover. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't, and I'm aware it wouldn't be kind to choose that. So what would be kind? What is something that would be kind for you to celebrate? So 
if you're somebody who does love all the the attention, um, you know, getting something where, you know, you're announcing it to the world, you know, remember those old airplanes that had the signage behind them? You don't see them around very much anymore. They were great and they could happy birthday, Jenna, or whatever, and there would be like signs across the sky. Those were fun, and people would like ask, "Will you marry me, Franklin?" And some, but sometimes they'd be like, "Oh my God, I'm Franklin! Oh my God, that's her asking me! Oh my God, I no, no!" And then they're all devastated because it's right out there, and they so weren't interested in having it so public. Um, it really helps to be aware of um, and trust that you know what your partner uh, does enjoy and does like. So. What, again, what would be fun for you? Would it be fun to be public? Would it be fun to be quiet? So I'd start with those. Start with those kind of things. It's like, would it be fun to be somewhere totally public, you know, in front of a bandstand stadium announcing your love of your partner slash partners to the world? Now, I think it would take somebody who has really no point of view if you were up there going, I love you, America. I love you. Janelle, I love in- announcing like 35 women's names all at the same time as, you know, your your fun time playmates. I think that would create a bit of um, an interesting energy. Um, so if if um, if you if you're like Mormons and you're choosing to have all the the uh, what are they called? Sister wives. OK, cool. Um, maybe then putting up the sign with all your lovers' names on it's cool. Um, if you are somebody who has multiple lovers and and you'd like to celebrate all of them, but you might want to celebrate them individually. So look at that too. Like you don't have to. Uh, you definitely don't have to celebrate them all at the same time. That would be hilarious. As I'm like thinking of that in my head. It would be like totally hilarious to like be in an environment and just like announcing all of that to the whole world. So what would be what would be fun? And what do they like too? Like it's it's funny to me that people, you know, they might have been in relationships for a really, really long time and um they just they grow so much together that they don't really know what each other likes. And I personally am a terrible shopper. I am far better at giving a like advice or information or a meal or doing something for you like cleaning your house or cutting your grass than I am at going out and finding a gift. Gift shopping for me is like really tricky and and I actually I say that's one of my least um my least capacities I have is is gift search of gift finding. So um, truly, if I ever buy a gift, it's because it really jumps out at me and it has to scream at me for me to go, oh, I'll buy that for so-and-so. It's uh, so not my thing. And so if it isn't your thing either, and you know, you, you're not a gift giver, but you know your partner is somebody who really loves receiving gifts, um, be willing to have that conversation. Like what what would you like? And and as the person being asked that question, please don't be a 
dumbass and say, oh, whatever you want to do for me is just great. I don't need anything. But inside you're going, I really would like a ring and I'd really like like a spa vacation and I'd really like to be wined and dined and I'd like to be taken on a jet plane. That's what I'd really like. Just say it. Say what you'd really like. It's not like, so what if they say, sorry, no, not right now. I can't give that to you. Just freaking ask for what you'd like. Don't play stupid like, oh, I don't know. It's not really important to me. If it is important to you, say it. If it's not important to you, then say what you would prefer. Yes, I, you know, instead of buying me a gift, would you please organize the garage? That would be awesome. That would be the greatest gift you could give me. Instead of buying me a gift, would you make dinner next week five times in a row? That would be a great gift. Um, so for me, that's how, and some of you may have heard of the, the book, the the four languages of love. Um, and for some people it's like attention and affection and there's different ways. If you haven't read it or heard of it, check it out. Uh, the language, I think it's called the four languages of love or the languages of love or something like that. Um, and just know what it is for you. And then you can also know what it is for your partner. So, expressing your gratitude, affection, and love for them. Oh, five languages. Thank you, Rhonda. Five Languages of Love by Gary Chapman. So know what your languages are because if you do know what they are, you know, you'll have usually prominent ones and then ones that aren't as prominent. So when you know what they are, honor that about you and don't play meek and silly and small and go, no, 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 it doesn't matter. Um, If if you are making significance in your or creating significance in your anniversary, like this first year anniversary is very important to me. Cool. You know, it might be the important thing to you might be being acknowledged or having time spent together. Um, and that's why you're like using a date, you know, so even ask like, what am I making significant about this? What have I made so significant about anniversaries, you know, because sometimes we make them so, so significant um, and we end up getting devastated or, you know, we have expectations, right? So as soon as you have expectations, there can definitely be a letdown. Instead of having the letdowns, have conversations. Conversations are great. And really, truly be present with your partner and hear them. If they say, no, I don't I don't want anything, listen to that, but also listen to the energy that they're saying because you'll know that some people, if their language of love is gifts and you ask them what would you like and they say, oh, nothing, I don't need anything, you know that's a lie and start to ask, well, if you could have anything in the world, what would you like? If money wasn't the object, what would you like? And then it'll give you some ideas, right? So, um, especially when you've been with somebody for forever, for years and years and years and years, and you've you've run out, you just think you've run out of ideas, you know, be open to having the conversation and communicate about what you would actually like. So knowing your partner, it's really helpful. And we'll talk more about this, celebrating your lover and lovers, when we come back from these commercial breaks. 
Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, beautiful, crazy, awesome, sexy people. And tonight's topic is celebrating you and your lovers, celebrating your lover lovers, lover lovers, however many, however many you have or don't have. What if you are your own lover? Have you celebrated you? Well, now there's another topic. So if you don't have a lover and you think this show isn't for you, it can be. Um, I actually had this awareness um a while ago that I'm actually way more romantic than I thought I was and then I saw I saw a post on Facebook today about that and it just made me laugh. So I was like, yeah, I just kind of got that I'm actually more romantic than I thought I was. So I bought myself flowers the other day, um carnations and some other ones I don't even know what they're called and they're just lovely. Um and and Mike came home, that's my lover husband. He came home and he was like, "Huh. Where would those come from?" I was like, I bought myself flowers. He's like, you like flowers? I'm like, yeah, I like flowers. He was like, well, when we first started dating and I gave you flowers, um, you were like, um, thanks, but you, you killed some flowers. I don't know what was going through my head that day, but I was in some kind of uh, rejection mode or I don't know what was going on. But I'm starting to get, I actually like pretty things and lovely smelling things and 
I used to have the point of view of it was really sad to cut the flowers, but there somebody already cut them, so I'm going to enjoy them. And so he just looked at me like I was like definitely smoking crack that day. It might have been. I just don't know where the crack came from or how I inhaled it, but I could have been smoking it secretly in my imagination somewhere. And so yeah, I have I celebrated me. I got myself some flowers and I was like, Woohoo. I am actually going to enjoy uh, looking at these. I'm going to enjoy having them. And uh, they're just pretty, sitting on my dining room table, enjoying my flowers and and celebrating me. So having an anniversary that has nothing to do with anything in particular with myself. And I know a lot of times uh, we can get kind of pissed off at a partner like, oh, well, they're not doing this for me. They're not doing that for me. They're not doing this for me. You could sit there like your whole life and be really pissed at them. Or you could start going, what is it that I truly desire for them? And where am I not being that for me? And yes, yes, it's fun. And I hear your heads. Yes, it's fun and more fun to receive from others. Or what the fuck, why bother having a relationship? And sometimes, just like me giving myself flowers, had my had Mike kind of go, oh, you actually would like flowers. So now he's kind of like, oh, now I could see him taking a mental note. Oh, I can buy her flowers now. Cool. At first he was kind of like, what the heck? I would have bought you flowers if I had known you liked flowers again, which I hadn't realized that I hadn't said this because I'm so cute. I probably just thought I had the conversation with myself in my sleep because I have a dual life. I have my waking life and my sleeping life. And my sleeping life is a very interesting life. I'm very busy, very active. Um, I have so many people I visit um, that sometimes I forget the conversations I've had. So, yeah, I'm, I know that when I start choosing for me and celebrating, like in, whether it's an anniversary or even just celebrating me as myself, as my lover, like I am my own favorite lover, are you your own favorite lover? And if you aren't, would you be willing to be your own favorite lover and celebrate you, celebrate an anniversary with you? Maybe it's an anniversary of, hey, today was the day that I chose for me for the first time. or And, and maybe it's the very first anniversary of that because it might be the very first day that you're choosing it. And, you know, how fun would it be to mark it in your calendar if you'd really like something to celebrate? Like, how else do these things get invented on the planet? Saints days, these days, that days. Uh, Somebody just went, oh, let's throw that on the calendar and make it significant. So make your own calendar. Create your own calendar of celebrations. You know, you could have um, a calendar that includes stuff like, the first time I gave the best blowjob to my lover. And then you put it in your calendar and then, you know, the next year it rolls around, if you're still together, you'd be like, hey, darling, happy sweet blowjob day. And then you, you know, gift whatever, the blowjob, the whatever, um, you know, celebrate. Celebrate some some of your milestones just for the freaking hell of it. Don't make it significant. If, you know, if you can make it not significant, it can be way more fun. Um, you can have anniversaries for anything. The anniversary of the first time I saw him pick his nose. Yes, I'm celebrating it. The anniversary of the first time I saw them have a shower. You can have an anniversary of anything. Um, People make the anniversary of commitments more real and strong than the anniversary of fun, playful things like, like just, 
even like watching the first movie together or going for the walk together or hanging out and laughing like hey it's been a week since we laughed together let's celebrate let's have another laugh fest um what is a greater invitation to you to and this is just personal for me. For me, it's like a greater invitation is to be celebrating random, fun, playful things um, rather than uh, certain things that we make really significant in this reality. Birthdays, anniversaries, um, holidays. Uh, if you're celebrating every day, if every day you wake up, you you are celebrating what any of those so-called special days like holidays um, and anniversaries really matter that much to you, and how much more fun would you be having? Like if every day is like Christmas, or if every day is like your birthday, or any day that you find enjoyable, how much fun could you have? In reality, a lot of these days are actually far more disappointing for people than their everyday life. Christmas can be highly disappointing, anniversaries can be, you know, these significant holidays can be super disappointing, Um you know, if if your expectations aren't met and whether that is like, um, you know, doing things with your lover or or uh, whether you're celebrating in a certain way and then it doesn't happen, like we can make um, these things so, when we make these things so significant, we really, really turn down the fun dial from like the possibility of, of infinite to zero. So how do we ramp up the possibility back to infinite and have more fun? So how much fun can you have every day having an anniversary of anything? It can be small things like, ah, the day he remembered to vacuum. Sweet. Celebrating. And I just think it'd be fun to create a, and I haven't done this yet, but I think it would be fun to create a little calendar um, in, you know, add this to my calendar. Oh, one year from now, celebrating this particular event. Yay! Milestones. You know, if you're celebrating the event of, ah, oh, the first time he said I love you. Oh, the first time there was, uh, the first time we had sex, the first time we had coffee. And what if you don't even have to celebrate first? Like, because we make first really significant as well. It's like, oh, it's the 379th time we had sex. Let's celebrate. Yay! Happy anniversary. So... <clears throat> yeah, what if firsts also are not <clears throat> the number one? Wow, what is that? I'm like choking on. And so all of the energy that brings up that the firsts are the most important. Just like when you win the race and you get a first place prize is so much more important than the second place prize. Everything we've made significant about the first place. Well, you destroyed our creator. Holy mother. Right around Good Bad Pop Bottle Nine Shorts, Boys and Beyonds. So anniversaries generally have to do with the first of something, right? Birthday. Oh, it's your birthday. It's your first birthday, your second birthday. So birthdays will add up, but it's it's signifying that one specific day you were born. Um, and, you know, anniversaries, celebrating that one specific day you got married. Uh, and first, it's like the first event, and people will celebrate the loss of the first tooth, the first steps. They don't celebrate that you... You know, your 375,000th step? No. No, they don't. Unless you've got one of those Fitbits on and you've got a target of 375,000 steps and, and you reach it and you're like, yay, 375,000 steps. Even probably if you put that all over social media, people will go, that's nice. 
you know? So how how much more fun could we all have uh, choosing to celebrate any number of anything or not even a number of just anything? So where are you not celebrating your lover that you could be celebrating your lover that if you were to celebrate your lover would allow you to have way more fun, play, and expansion than you ever imagined possible? And everything that doesn't allow that to show up with total ease, joy, glory, rambunctiousness, audaciousness, ridiculousness, will you now destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I like when things show up ridiculously because it usually makes me laugh then. So, um, and why not? I just threw that in there for fun because I've never thrown ridiculous into a clearing before. And today was a good day for it. Mark it on the calendar. May 29th, 2017. Melitza said ridiculous in her clearing statement. It's going to be an anniversary. We will be celebrating next year. So, what else is possible for celebrating your lover that you never considered? Um, what if sometimes actually the greatest gift you can be and gift to them is gifting them space? Yeah. Oh, doesn't that bite? <laughs> so, yeah, right? So if your greatest gift that you can be is gifting them space energetically and even physically, um, what kindness would that be? So, uh, for example, Mike loves his own space. He loves to hide in our room. He's like a born hermit. And um, I know that the greatest gift I can be and give to him is to just be space and be in total allowance of his hermitness. Um, and um, that is actually one of the reasons he said he married me. Um I mean, I had choice in the matter too, but one of the reasons he asked, he asked me, because I asked him, I was like, what actually, uh, what, what were you thinking when you asked me to marry you? And he was like, well, you know, you're really good at giving me space and you don't stay mad long. And I like that. I was like, wow, I loved, I loved his reasoning and justification and none of it had to do with love. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? So... <laughs> And yet, I am fully aware that he's grateful for me. So, it's really funny because we can also make the whole love component really, really important. Never said he loved me. Um, even when people do say they love you, do, is, sometimes is it true or is it just like a pile of crap? Like, check on that. So, the energy can get weird sometimes when somebody's like, I love you. But what they're really saying is, get out of my face or... I love you, and they really mean thanks for doing those things for me. Or, yeah, so whatever. Some some people can actually say I love you in an energy that is equal to gratitude. Um, I haven't heard it often, and I know it exists. So how cool is that? And would you be willing to receive that? Um, is that something that is even, uh, you know, real in your reality, that that is possible to have somebody have gratitude for you? Um, and have you made anniversaries a way of seeing if they are grateful for you? Oh, they remembered. Oh, they must be grateful for me. Oh, they must love me because they remembered. Um, remembering, darlings, has nothing to do with somebody caring about you. We, as people, are generally so self-absorbed and self-involved 
that we half the time don't even remember our own fucking names. So, uh, and when we do, we're like, all right, that's my name in this lifetime. Okay, cool. So, you know, for somebody to truly um, acknowledge those things, really, those are people who are really, really, really present. And generally, the people who are really, really, really present have so much space that when you're around them, it doesn't even become significant. So, just a little FYI on that. And we are going to head off to a commercial break now, and we'll come back and talk more about anniversaries after these messages. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich. And for those of you who uh, would like to know more about me, you can actually check my website out at milicajelenich.com. That's spelled M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. Um, and you can find me on the Access Consciousness website if you search under Facilitators, and you can find me under there as well. You can find a bunch of class listings I have coming up. I have a bars class coming up. I've got I've got a body process called the facelift class uh, coming up in June on June 17th in Toronto, and it's one of my most favorite classes to facilitate. And so, love for you guys to come on out and play. 
wherever you are in the world, just come on out because you can. Just hop on a plane, get in a car, take a train, whatever, nine tranny, whatever works for you, just show up. It'd be great. Um, also, this weekend I am hosting a wonderful certified facilitator, three-day body process facilitator, Juna Guter, for a three-day body process class, which is like three days of bliss for bodies. Literally, my body is so like, oh, get me to that class now. I'm so excited to go like lie on tables, gift to bodies, and just like for three days of blissing out and energies, and then uh, wine. We're having like a free wine tour with a local winery that has like the freaking best orgasmically, deliciously, scrum diddly, oh my god, wine that is like award winning. So excited because I just go tasting randomly whenever I have time off and. The last time I was there, my mom and I went wine tasting, and my mom doesn't even like drink wine normally, but she likes this guy's wine. Plus, he's hot. He's like a model. And my mom just like got drunk and started flirting. It was just so totally awesome. I'm just so looking forward to more of that. And and uh, and we're having like a party, barbecue potluck party. I'm just like so excited for the class. So there's still time to, to sign up and join and come on out because – you know, maybe ask your body. Would your body like to come and play? Because your body knows. Sometimes your bank account's like, no. But your body's like, hell yeah. Listen to your bodies, people. When it comes to bodies, listen to your bodies. Okay, now that you know that, awesome. So one of the things I wanted to uh, also talk about when we were talking about obscure things to celebrate for anniversaries, celebrate seconds of this and 25ths of that, and things that you've never even done before, the other thing that I like to celebrate, and I have done this because I'm just this crazy, I when I was about 20, I was 21, 23, 22, I just graduated university, and for the whole time I was in university, I was dating, excuse me, I'm burping, um, I was dating a guy for like three years, and at the end of, of uh, university, uh, a woman who was my kind of therapist at the time asked me, well, are you in love with him? And I was like, well, not really. And she's like, well, do you get turned on by him? Like his body? Like, do you, you know, and I was like, well, not really. Um, but these were not questions I'd considered. I was just like, well, I'm in it. I've been in it for three years. I tried to get out of it, but he was a virgin. And and anyway, long story short, I, I actually liked him, but I wasn't like turned on that much. And my body likes to be turned on in relationships. That's like a key factor. And so, yeah, so this this guy was actually really sweet and kind. And we had a, a really hilarious, it was one of my most memorably fun breakups ever. We did it in a process. It lasted about three months of breaking up. We weaned off of each other. And then at the very end, um, we gave each other gifts, like parting gifts. I got a beautiful garnet necklace and I gave him um, like a hope chest with some stuff in it. So like whoever he moved on to and got married, which he is now getting married. It's been 20 years and he's found somebody to marry. Um, and at the time he really wanted to marry me and I really didn't want to get married. Um, so it was very kind of cool that we had such an amicable breakup. And for me, that was like celebrating. We were doing a celebration in a way, like an anniversary of, of uh, you know, parting ways. So... 
it's funny. I don't think he remembers it as being as uh, sweet as I remember it. Because any time that I've seen him after that, he's always amazed that I'm not like yelling at him or because the whole relationship I yelled at him. But once we broke up, I was just like, hey, it's so awesome not to be with you. I'm celebrating my past lover. You know, right now I'm celebrating my lover from when I was 21 and being super grateful for him. And uh, this may actually be an anniversary of when we broke up. I don't know. It was around this time of year. So who knows? It's quite possible. And um, so what if you could even celebrate the breakups? My mom is got this, uh, well, we missed her, her 25th anniversary for um, divorce. So we're tar- our next target is her 40th anniversary, and we missed the 30th. I'm not sure. We got really busy in life. Um, and absolutely, I am celebrating my mom's 40th divorce uh, year, and that'll be in two years. Um, so I'd love to have all the listeners of this show contributing energetically to the awesomeness that that party will be. Um, and my mom always thought it would be really fun to actually have an entire, uh, kind of like, you know, how there's wedding planners. She always thought it would be really, really fun to have, uh, a divorce party planner. So that is, that is part of, uh, what, we'll be creating in the future divorce party planning um, and divorce anniversary planning. So I know people have had like parties after they get divorced, like right away to go, yay, freedom. Not a lot of people celebrating the anniversary of their divorces though. So how much fun can you actually have celebrating the anniversary of your divorce as well? There are so many things we can celebrate um, that could actually bring way more fun and laughter into our lives um, I can literally hear people energetically like laughing at the whole idea of celebrating your divorce and so many other people writing down, oh my God, I'm so celebrating my divorce. So yeah, super fun. And celebrating all the people who actually contributed to your life to this point, even if they seem like they were lunatics uh, or crazy or sociopaths or mean or kind or crazy or you were crazy or any of that what if you'd be willing to celebrate all your you know your lover your lovers your past lovers all of it um because really they're all they've all been a contribution to your life and if you have anniversaries of breakups yay if you have anniversaries of of uh things where you just had an aha moment in that relationship and you're like ah yeah and you knew it was done but you didn't actually choose out of it yet celebrate that too yes that was the day i had awareness yes i am so brilliant i acknowledge me and if you don't know when those days are just start celebrating for the hell of it for the fact that you choose and that you can choose and that you can choose over and over and over and over again how much fun can you have celebrating the fact that you have choice now there in itself is a whole bag of fun right so and, you know, you look around countries around the world where it appears people don't have choice, maybe living in countries that are more repressed. Canada is not that open, peeps. It just seems that way. It's just an illusion. Uh, we just happen to be able to say things on air that we can get away with right now. <laughs> and who knows, we may be censored in the future. And, um, you know, how how fun is it to right now celebrate the fact that we can say things and that we do have choice. And even when it looks like you don't have choice, you still have choice. 
Like I remember um, reading about Nelson Mandela being in prison and how he survived all the years he was imprisoned. And he knew he had choice and he actually would just be in a totally different space with that so that he could um, thrive as a person rather than have the system beat him down. So he even knew he had choice. His thoughts were his. They couldn't change that. Um, and he probably got really clear on what thoughts were his and what thoughts were other people's too while he was hanging out there. So, yeah, I'm really curious to know, uh, does anybody out there have anniversary uh, celebrations that are really unique? Like some people may even have celebrations, um, like maybe they have a tradition, like every year on their wedding anniversary, maybe they go back to the same spot where they uh the one proposed to the other or um so are there any traditions that you have that you're holding on to um in relationship um and is now the time to change them because sometimes you know traditions can grow old and sometimes you love them and they contribute to your life so ask about traditions because some traditions can um be outdated and old and sometimes we're carrying them on from past generations and it you know worked for the other generations but it might not work for your generation so uh what way would you like to celebrate that's totally different and if you do like the traditions awesome go for it keep choosing that um and if your partner likes tradition and you don't then definitely have that conversation about that because i do get that there can be total splits on that too where one person is really um, excited about doing the same thing over and over and they might be married to somebody who loves change and choice and possibilities that happens more often than not so if you uh, do like that then know that you know you can you need to have conversation and you can work it out maybe one year you do tradition and maybe the next year you go random and choose and have something totally different so that you can you can both um receive something that works for you and there's always the option too if you're both in total allowance of each other to celebrate in the way that you like to uh with or without the person so are you actually willing to celebrate an anniversary without your your lover so some people aren't um they're like no way if they're not there i'm not doing it and shame on them for not being present um and you know some people do still celebrate their their lover or lovers when their lover lovers have passed on so if you are one of those people that's you know how cool is that you're still celebrating um their energy uh, their contribution to you in your life, just like you can celebrate your exes who are still embodied. You can celebrate people who have also passed on, um, celebrating anniversaries with them, maybe the first time you saw each other, the first time you kissed, whatever it was. Um, I know that uh, my my grandpa had sort of a thing where he, he like brought my grandma flowers like all the time for all kinds of random things. And um and it was just like so normal to them to like celebrate uh all the time i think i think the fact that she had many um different circumstances with her body that had her uh you know she had like a heart situation with her heart that made it so that she was always kind of teetering on the edge of being alive and i guess that might have contributed to, to him celebrating her all the time you know 
um, and he was aware of her body condition. So he was, I think, really just grateful for her, um, even though she was crazy and not like I'm not, but yes, he was grateful for her. So um, we're going to go to our last commercial break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up this show of celebrating your lover and lovers after this break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and today's topic is celebrating your lover or lovers. And so for those of you who really have no idea how to celebrate your lover, I say start with gratitude. Um, it's one of the greatest things that you can give somebody. So if it's, you know, maybe you want to write them a letter, maybe you'd like to send them a note, maybe you would like to give them a call, um, just telling them that you're grateful for them. Who, truly, who would not like to know that, right? And that can be in itself one of the greatest gifts. It doesn't always have to be um, money or things or trips or vehicles or whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be items. Um, and for some people, you know, their point of view is that you only love me if you give me stuff. And, you know, stuff is cool. And what else is possible? So how how would you actually like to be 
with you, with celebrating you as well. So I wonder how many of us totally forget to celebrate ourselves. And like I was saying at the beginning of the show, how about starting with celebrating you? So receiving gratitude from others is awesome. Celebrating you is another part. And the willingness to really hear what your lover is saying. And that's just not on a physical like what they're physically saying out of their mouth, but really hear, like listen to the energy, know them, trust that you know them, trust that you know you with them. Um, So if you trust that, you know, your lover is somebody who just is not the kind of person who does gifts, instead of getting really, really disappointed about it, you can either do a few things, you know, you can go, okay, I am aware that that is who that person is. Okay, got it. I'm in allowance, or you can choose not to be in allowance. That's another choice. You can also choose to have a conversation and go, you know what I really require? I really would really like, like, flowers, or I'd really, really like uh, a gift. I'd really like something. And if the other person's like, what are you talking about? Well, the thing is, at least you're speaking up for you and having your own back. And If you're worried your whole life about being rejected, then you're never actually going to be able to receive anything because you're never going to ask for it because you're too afraid to not get it. So part of what is really required, especially in anniversary stuff and celebration stuff, is to ask for what you truly would like. And don't don't crap yourself. Don't be like silly and, and lie to yourself. No, no, I don't want that. Oh, that's just silly. Oh, that's just a waste of money. Bullshit. If you really, truly, truly would like to have it and you get that it's going to contribute to your life, fun, joy, just say it. It's just like, I don't understand when people have to beat around the bush and think that their partner has to like be mind readers. It's not cool. Um, I've done it. I've done the, I think you should be a mind reader. Um, The story I was telling you about the person when I was in my 20s thought he was supposed to be a mind reader poor guy. No, he's not poor. He's fine financially, actually. Um, And uh, it's funny because I really thought, like, come on, dude, you should just know how I am. And he didn't. And it's like, it's not like I gave him the information. It was like, after three years, you should know that this, this and this and this bugs me. No, you know what? I never said it. I would maybe give a look like, what the hell? Or I'd go silent treatment or something. But that didn't work. Truly needing to actually say it would be helpful so let them know and be willing to be rejected and um and it's not that you're being rejected you just might think you're being rejected but what's really going on is you know if they're like yeah no i'm not going to give you the gift okay cool so cool now you know they're not going to give you the gift what would you actually like to have and are you willing to gift it to yourself Please don't make it significant if it comes from somebody else or something else, because guess what? It's all the universe contributing to you anyway, just showing up in different ways, whoever the delivery person is, whether you're the delivery person to you or somebody else is the delivery person to you, doesn't matter. It's the fact that the universe is conspiring to assist you in having it show up. So keep choosing for you. I want to thank all you guys for listening tonight on my rants, on my ideas, my spontaneity of what can you do to celebrate on an anniversary because I really don't even celebrate much because I really don't have much significance around it. So thank you. Have a great week. 
Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Milica Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.